Welcome to the Bernadette Jackson podcast, where we are redefining how the world views women with daddy issues by discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insight, all from the perspective of a fatherless daughter. I'm your host, Bernadette, the creator of Her Way. Have you ever been sharing a story or telling a joke and the person that you were talking to just looked at you with a blank stare because they didn't get it? And then you were immediately deflated and you started to get in your head and you were wondering like, why did I even share that in the first place? Now, now things are awkward and I want to go home. Or have you ever had like a really big emotion and you were sharing this vulnerable story with a friend and they looked at you and they said, thanks for sharing. Like they didn't meet you in the emotions. They didn't respond the way you thought that they would. And you were just like, is that it? Are we done? Did you hear what I said? Is that all you're going to say? If that's ever happened to you, then this episode is going to be an interesting one because I have been doing a lot of research lately about how our emotions are related to the way we show up in relationships, but more specifically for fatherless daughters, how they kind of paralyze us so that we don't want to share. And a lot of it has to do with the fear of abandonment and the fear of rejection around most of the relationships that we have. And that, of course, is due to how we view and perceive our father's story and the role that we play in that. But There's a bigger picture here that I wanted to talk about, and it's that a lot of times we have the fear of abandonment and we have the fear of rejection, and it's because we are attached to what we believe a person's reaction needs to be. And so that attachment to or expectation of a person and how they should respond to us, how they should um, meet us, how they should show up for us in different situations is the reason why we often decide not to be vulnerable or not to be authentic in situations. And I know it kind of sounds backwards, but go with me for a little bit. The idea of attachment is that if the way you feel about a thing or your perception about something changes in any way about the thing that you're attached to, then it now alters your emotions. It alters the way you feel about yourself. It alters your connectedness to that thing. So for instance, if you are in a relationship with a guy who has a beard and you 
are attracted to him because he has a beard. You absolutely love the way he looks in this beard. And one day he comes home from the barber and the beard is gone and your whole mood changes. You're shocked. Your attractedness to him suddenly plummets. And now you just don't even know if you want to be in that relationship anymore. That is an example of attachment. And it really is just speaking to the idea that if there is a specific thing or emotion or event that is keeping you in a place that should that thing, emotion or event be taken away, it now alters your emotional response to the thing. And so it's really interesting because being attached in relationships in that we are so fixated on a specific outcome, a specific way that something needs to happen, that we don't really leave space for people to be themselves or for the relationship or the event to evolve into something else or to just flow into what it's naturally going to be, we a lot of times really lose out on the opportunity of seeing how something could grow organically because we're just kind of putting things in a box and expecting that it's going to need to stay exactly the same, that We can't change in any way. We can't evolve outside of what our expectations are. And if we do, and if it's unfamiliar, it's unsafe. And so this idea of attachment and detachment came to me. And I wanted to share it with you guys because it really does offer some perspective on how you can better be able to express yourself without feeling that you're going to be rejected or shamed for the feelings that you have, or that because somebody doesn't offer the type of response that you were expecting to the emotion that you shared, that somehow that emotion was wrong or that you made the wrong decision in sharing it with them or that something is um, wrong with you or that you are unworthy or that you are any of the things that ends up popping in your head when we typically don't receive the response that we thought we would to an emotion. And so when we think about detachment, detachment is not what we think it is. A lot of us believe that detachment is a negative thing and that a person is like completely void of emotion and they're unfeeling or they are uh, unsympathetic or just callous and cold. And that's not what detachment means. Detachment means that you do not have an expectation of how somebody should be 
or what a situation should turn out like or what a relationship that you're in should look like. And so it gives you now the opportunity to accept what comes to you and make the decision about whether or not you're going to really take it in or if you're going to decide that that's not for you and you're going to let it go. So it allows you to really love people and express emotions in a way that kind of is so freeing. So instead of thinking about how a person is going to look at you if you tell them you love them first, let's say, or if you share with them your father's story or you share with them a painful memory or you share that, you know, you're really scared about something instead of thinking that this person is going to judge you or this person is going to now use this information against you or they're going to think that you're weird or whatever it is, now you realize that your open-heartedness and your willingness to share who you are despite knowing how a person is going to receive the information really allows them to be able to hold space for you. And if they decide not to, it's still okay with you. And it just is kind of like, a, it's a certain type of freedom to really be able to express yourself fully without feeling like, if a person does not reciprocate those feelings, that something is wrong with you. So you no longer feel like you have to examine yourself every time there is not reciprocal feelings. Now what you can do is you can look at the situation, you can look at the person that you're in relationship with, and you can decide if their response is something that you're willing to accept. And it's no longer an indictment against your character. It's no longer a indication that you're unworthy. It's no longer a, um, a clue to you know, what your value is, now it's just their expression or lack thereof. And am I going to accept this or am I not? And so an example of this would be if you're in a relationship with a person and you realize that this person does not communicate with you to the degree that you would like, and you have not communicated this with the person, you can now communicate with them that you would like a more engaged level of communication with them and you wait for them to respond with whether or not this is something that they can do in the relationship or it's not. And if they say to you, hey, you know, um, I realize that you do want more engagement in our relationship, but I don't think that I'm able to do that for you. I really feel like the level of communication that we have is fine and I can't see how I can really accommodate your request. And so in doing so now you're like, okay, okay. 
I understand that. And so because you're not able to really accommodate my request, I don't think that this relationship is one that I'm going to be able to go any further with because it looks as if we have a difference of opinion in the level of communication that we need. And it doesn't make any sense for us to continue when I'm going to be uncomfortable with your lack of communication and you're going to feel pressured into communicating with me more. And so now you're able to engage with the person very authentically in a way that is not scary, in a way where you don't feel as if what you're saying is going to somehow now count against you, but you're able to freely express yourself without feeling like you have to censor what you're saying or you have to like put your feelings or your desires or your needs on the back burner. It just gives you the freedom to really now be yourself authentically in the relationship and give the person that you're in the relationship with the opportunity to either meet you where you want them to meet you or decide that they're unable to. And if they decide that they're unable to or they don't want to, then it's fine because you realize in that moment that this person just does not have the capacity that you need them to have for the relationship that you're looking for. And when I discovered this, like it really was game changing for me because it was it was really just an opportunity now for me to kind of just like flow freely through situations and my interactions with people without thinking that I needed them to be everything that I wanted. Instead, what it was is that I would explain exactly what I was looking for. I would let them know um, what I needed, what my desires were, and I would give them the opportunity to tell them that, hey, yep, I can do that. I like that. I'm here for it. Or no, I don't think I can do that. I That's not where I am. And I was okay with that. And it was just so freeing for me because I no longer would sit at the end of like, you know, conversations with people and think like, you know, what is it about me? Like, why do these people not want to like communicate with me more? Or why don't they want to be in a committed relationship? Or why don't they want to do any thing that I might have asked or or agree to anything that I really needed. It was no longer me trying to search myself to figure out what was going on with me as to why they didn't want to agree with this thing. It just became this person just doesn't want the same thing I want and that's okay. And so it was it was really it was really an opportunity for me to to release situations gently, like nothing had to be a big, long, drawn out, angry discussion or a fight or, you know, any pettiness or any kind of revenge thinking or self-loathing or anything like that. It just became a situation where you realize that the person doesn't have what you need and 
you're able to immediately assess that, be okay with them not having that and move on because you moving on is just going to create the space for someone who does have the capacity to meet the needs that you have and who is looking to be in the type of relationship or a communication with you that you want. And so I just wanted to come on and really just like give you a quick overview of what attachment versus detachment looks like in relationships and really challenge you to change your thinking about what detachment actually is. Because on the other side of it, detachment is you not expecting for your loved ones to be your version of them. You know what I mean? I can say that better. So you're not expecting for your loved ones to operate in the box that you have put them in. So when you are detached, you are allowing the people that you love to fully express themselves exactly as they are. And so that means that, you know, you're not trying to change their behavior. You're not trying to, um, change their clothes. You're not trying to make them into people that they're not. You're looking at them, you're examining who they are, and you're deciding whether or not this person just as they are, is who I want to spend my time with, is who I want to be influenced by, is who I want to be in my space, is who I want to share my truth with. And so now when you think of things this way, it creates a place of just open heartedness where both you and that person are coming to the relationship, coming to a conversation, coming to connectedness completely yourselves. And you are both not thinking about having to change or having to really evolve unless that's the choice that you make for yourself. And so now it really just eliminates all of the pressure that you feel that you may be rejected or you may be shamed or guilted into anything because the person that's there has already saw you fully and authentically yourself and decided that they want to be in connection with you and that they want to be where you are. And so now there isn't anything about yourself that you need to hide or you need to change unless you're examining yourself and you decide, you know what, this thing over here needs some improvement and I want to improve in that. And now you can bring that to conversation with the person that you're with and they are there to support you and not judge you. So it just creates a space of like, open-hearted connectedness that really is where great relationships, where amazing relationships really thrive. And it gives you the autonomy to be able to decide whether or not the situation or the relationship or the event or whatever it is that you come in in contact with, if that's what you want to do at that time, if it's what you accept, if it's what you're looking for. And if it isn't, then you can release it gracefully 
without anger, without sadness, without shame, without feeling rejected or unworthy because you came fully as yourself that person came fully as themselves and you decided mutually that whether you are going to stay connected or you're not. And so I just want you guys to think about that and really take a look at the relationships that you're in and ask yourself whether or not you are attached to a specific version of the person that you're in relationships with. And if it changes in any way, if that's going to alter your feelings for that person. And if the answer is yes to that question, then you need to really take a look at why it is you have that particular attachment to that person in that way. Is it connected to your father's story in any way? Is it connected to your worth or is it making you feel validated in some way? And if so, the first thing that I would say to you is, is to take a look at why you're having those feelings. And I would start to think about what are the different ways that you can really start to love on yourself and validate yourself. When you start to feel that you need to be attached to a person for a specific reason, start to really think about why that is. And once you get to the root of that, you're going to be able to see exactly what you can start doing so that you can become more detached in that thinking. Because coming to a place where you can show up freely and fully in relationships as yourself and give people the opportunity to do the same is the epitome of the amazing relationships that you deserve. It is the beginning of how you're able to create the safe space that both you and your partner needs for the relationship to thrive and grow. And at the very end of the day, we as fatherless daughters want to feel absolutely safe in the spaces that we occupy. And so feelings of attachment to a specific idea or person or thing is not going to get you to the amazing relationships that you deserve. I hope that this episode sheds some light on the types of relationships that you have and what you can start to do to change the dynamic in your relationships. And of course, I want to hear your takeaways. So you can always hit me up in my DMs at Bernadette N. Jackson on Instagram. That's B-E-R-N-A-D-E-T-T-E-N-J-A-C-K-S-O-N on Instagram. And if there is anything that you'd like to ask, if there's a topic that you'd like me to discuss, you can let me know at BernadetteJackson.com forward slash help. I want you to remember that you deserve amazing relationships and I will see you in the next one. Bye.